0: Who are you talking to? Uh, it's Jake from State Farm. Sounds like a really good deal. Jake from State Farm at
1: 3 in the morning. Who is this? These nuts. Gotty! <laughs> Gotty! <you. laughs> Got
2: Welcome to the Bootleg and Knuckles podcast, episode 6. 7, 6, I think 6. 6, yeah. I think Pres 5. Yeah. Yeah, so we have some NFL topics coming up.
1: Yeah, the NFL
2: draft just right around the corner.
1: Almost that time again.
2: Um, so what do you think your team's going to do?
1: Oh, so far it's been a good off season. Free agency I've actually liked again for the second time. Usually they don't do a big splash, but right now it's it's been where I've wanted to be. They replaced Crabtree, which would I liked. I wish he could have stayed, but getting freaking uh, Torrey Smith was a really good pickup. I mean, come on. Torrey Smith on the left and Quan on the right. Where'd you see them last time? On the other side of the stadium when they played the forty ers to win the Super Bowl because we lost by five fucking yards. <laughs> but uh I still yeah, Stan, how uh how's your team feeling right now? How 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 how's the moves been so far for you you think this offseason?
0: Well, you know, before I get started, I know for everyone who's listening, obviously we, there's three of us that like three different teams. We kind of know the teams that obviously we follow. Uh, he just got done talking about 49ers. And in terms of Jacksonville, free agency, I definitely like what we've done too. I feel like we're on the right path. You know, Julius Thomas is a big one. <clears throat> I think bringing in Julius Thomas should be really, really helpful. You know, we, we, we struggled. We have one of the worst offenses, so anytime you bring in a good offensive player that should help. I mean, that's a step in the right direction. Our offensive line allowed, what, 55 sacks? We were looking at that, and that's insane. Brought in a right tackle, you know, Parnell from Dallas. And we just got, I'm uh, probably going to butcher his name, but Wisniewski or Wisenski from Oakland Raiders as a new center. So, I mean, right now, as if they, if they feel comfortable with their right guard that we drafted last year, I believe it's what, Luke Buenco? then we should be good, or Linder, then it should be pretty good. So, so far
1: with what they've picked up out of the free agency, what's the one position you think, like, now they need to focus on that? We need at least one starter and maybe another depth player to not just, quote-unquote, sit on the bench, but that rookie that can be groomed in that position, whether it be offense or defense, which one do you think would be, like, the most needed right now?
0: Man, obviously you guys know we have a lot of team needs. So this could go kinda either way or this question could go multiple directions. But I think and I don't even think we're gonna address this in the first round, but we need a strong safety. Um, or I'm sorry, free. Whatever whoever's on the other side of Cyprian. Uh, Jonathan Cyprian, one of my favorite Jags. Um, I'm I'm glad that he's there. I'm, I'm he's gonna he's gonna have a good year. But on the other side of him, we have Josh Evans, who is a question mark, and we, in free agency, address Sergio Brown. or we, re- we got Sergio Brown, and I don't know if I'm sold on him either, so I think a safety would be awesome, but to answer your question better, I mean, getting that one defensive player, maybe like a, a DN that we could, or an outside linebacker that we could revolve our whole defense around would be good, or just bringing in a good running back that weekend. I mean, I like Denard but maybe bring in a three-down running back that we can revolve an offensive around. So, now that leaves a good question.
1: Third overall pick, correct, Jacksonville? Yes? Yes. All right, so with that, oh, what if the first splash would not be a trade from the Titans for, let's say, a Jay Cutler or a Phillip Rivers, but that first splash would be in the third pick overall
0: with... Jacksonville selecting a running back, how would that make you feel? Oh man, that'd be crazy. I honestly don't know how I feel about that because although this running back draft class is pretty good, I mean there's there's a lot of studs, and that actually be why I'd be opposed to it. Just because there's so many there's so much talent in this draft running back wise that I don't think a th- there's none of them that I guess deserves a third overall spot, especially with how NFL teams view running backs now. You know you got. You got these guys who, uh, for example, are Murray and stuff, who who have a good offensive line, and get hundreds of character or er, carries. Yes, yeah, so um, I think
2: Todd Gurley is probably the first back that would go, unless they're scared of his ACL.
0: I agree. Um, uh, personally, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be. I would. I would be opposed to it, just because we have. It is a huge need. Don't get me wrong. Offense, any offensive pick we do, I'm going to be happy about because that's gonna be a step in the right direction to uh, get our get our stats better maybe get our offense relevant maybe even get a first down that'd be nice
1: yeah I knew about not getting first downs this year with the 49ers us being i think second worst in the league with getting sacked and I think we were 52.
0: <laughs>
2: it's because your quarterback sucks no i'm still <laughs> I'm still
1: sold on I'm a Kaepernick man I'm sold on the man he's good he's got the arm he's got the legs. <laughs> he don't throw a lot of picks
2: He don't throw to anyone because he gets sacked because <laughs> he runs out of the pocket <laughs> by my
1: count he's not alex Smith
2: <laughs> yeah
1: and Quan scored those and let me see let me let me look down a
0: little bit of the list you know kind of going back to that that trade question you had um you know it'd be crazy because like I, like i said um it would be nice to get an offensive weapon so getting a running back at three would be awesome but I wouldn't want it, like I said, because of all the people that they could get later. But the main thing, what I did want to talk about is a trade at that spot would be awesome. That w- I wouldn't be opposed if, you know, if the big splash was a trade, that would be cool. If we could trade back, get some, get some good picks or get some more picks, maybe pick up a, a Vic Beasley instead of a Fowler or something along those lines or uh, whoever's probably best player available. I wouldn't be... To be opposed to best player available for the next seven rounds do any of you two think in amari cooper
1: or kevin white would be i guess that have that much stock to trade up for the third overall pick let's say the saints do you think they would be a good contender to say hey let's get some more of that firepower back on offense because we know we know how to light up the sky in a dome on turf
2: yeah I think it makes sense, but I just don't see that happening. I don't think people are going to move up for a wide receiver position since there's so many. I mean, you got what five on each team in college. I mean, somebody's bound to be good that you can find. You just got to find them,
0: right? I think the trade, uh, specifically trading down that position, would be for another position. You know, one scenario I do see is if Tennessee ends up passing up on a Mariota, for example and gets, I don't know, I'm just going to make something up, but let's say they get Leonard Williams, well then that number three spot might be a hot commodity because somebody wants Mariota. So if there's a team who needs their future quarterback, I could see that happening. But if a team, as far as receiver, I, I just don't know if any team would trade up for one of those guys. All right.
1: I personally think you both are stupid. Wow. Because <laughs> I, I could see the Saints moving up. Uh, what, what's another team that can move up that likes that offense? Say, uh, the Chargers. Another team I could see that would need a receiver. You, do you think they would go any other than maybe trying to get rid of Phillip Rivers or trying to keep him, don't use him for the trade bait?
2: Chargers are kind of a mess. They don't have a receiver. They don't have a running back. I think they lost some people on their line.
1: Yeah. And uh corner. Didn't they get rid of a corner I, or lose yeah, one to free agency?
2: Lost, they lost their best corner in free agency. I don't remember what team.
1: Yep, yep. I, yeah, I knew they lost a corner. All right, and yeah, the 15th pick for the 49ers leading, because that's only two picks away from the Saints, who I hope wouldn't steal one of the receivers because I would still like for the 49ers to have one. But they got us picking Oregon's D-tackle. What is it? Arc? Ark Armstead, yeah. Seen the tape on him, 6'8", big boy, long arms. He can move people around. But a D-tackle in the first round, in the middle, well, in the middle of the first round is what kills me. Because at that point, if you're not getting best available, which I don't think at that kind of a position he would be, I want the corner. I need the corner. I need somebody that can start contending on defense. I want somebody that could potentially have their own quote-unquote island. Somebody that could make a play. I understand that D-tackles are a necessity, but how many times do you see corners making the play to stop it all than the D-tackle finally getting in after, let's say, three drives?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think corner, I mean, in your guys' situation, I think corner's probably the best-case scenario. I mean, you know, I, I hope you guys do get a corner. After losing Culliver. Um, and I don't know how I feel about Armstead anyway. So uh, I feel like getting... W- at, at number 15th pick, you might you, ha- you have a shot of getting at least top three corners in the draft. Um, me personally, I don't think this draft is loaded with corners. So you might as well get one in the first round because you might not get your starter in the next few rounds. Um, as, so I, honestly, I do think a corner would be best, best case scenario for you guys. <laughs> but... You guys need a wide receiver, too, maybe. I mean, there's after losing Crabtree, you guys might want to replace him. I don't know. Maybe it's not, not a top priority, but I could see it being addressed. Uh, this draft is pretty loaded with wide receivers. Would you see the 49ers possibly trading up to get one of those receivers? Well, Yeah, we asked that question, right, about people trading up and stuff. And, and could they be a, a potential trader? Possibly, but to go from 15 to 1, 2, or 3, they, might, they would definitely have to give up a first. Um they would definitely have to give up probably one and two their first two rounds. Uh there's a good possibility for that and uh um giving up all that might be too much because like I said this draft is loaded with receivers. You could find plenty in the second third round.
1: They also had us getting Randy Gregory. You guys have seen a couple of the headlines on this man. Draft stock is falling. I wouldn't know where to put him. Where where would you put him? their knuckles. I think
2: he's still a first-round talent. You have to go and get him based on the outside linebacker. What is he, number two best behind Dante Fowler? Yep, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see him falling out of the first round over some marijuana. You know, if he, like, beat his wife or something, then that's a year suspension for first-timers now. So, uh, you know, weed, I don't – that's just a first – first time substance I mean even if he gets an NFL suspension it'll be like two three games
1: yeah two three games for something like that when we watched Ray Rice do what he did and potentially come back and then lost out again and is potentially going to be on another team without problems but this guy coming in for his first time already, no slap on the hand, no, hey, let's get better young kid who's still learning in this world and wants to – you never know. He could be wanting to better himself. It was – again, it's just marijuana. Yeah. The state under him or next to him, Colorado. Hello? Hello? <laughs> like, that's okay here now. I'm not saying that the Broncos do it, but they might. <laughs>
2: I'd say probably – like I don't know. I don't want to give a too high of a statistic, but I think it's like sixty percent of people at least smoke weed.
0: Yeah, that stuff's way too common here. I mean, so I I, I agree. Uh, he's definitely first round talent. It's out in terms of outside linebackers. It's Fowler, um, Gregory, and uh, Vic Beasley. So it's kind of depending on what teams want what. I think specifically for Gregory, you know, I I, I like him. I'll support him. Um, you know, we had what Austin Jones on the on the the podcast like 2 weeks ago, 3 weeks ago. He's a Nebraska running back or played for Nebraska, so he knows Randy a little bit. Um, he says he's really talented. He's he said he's a great athlete. So if uh, you know, I've, I know somebody who seen him play, watch him play, and they back him up, so I I'm, I'm sure, you know, a lot of teams will overlook that offense to have a good outside linebacker on their team.
1: And then I, I had a question for the Browns real quick. Anybody in Cincinnati? Anybody in Cleveland? Anybody in Ohio? What the hell is going on? Uh, I see on this draft board it's a nose tackle. I mean, that's cute and all. You're going to potentially not get your quarterback hit, but your quarterback is the question of the day. Like, what what, what are you going to do with a Manziel?
2: I mean, in the past two years, how many – position at quarterback, do people get injured? Like, Yeah. I think last year or the year before that, they went through like three quarterbacks through Jason Campbell. Yeah. And then this last year, I don't know if Hoyle got benched or what happened for Manziel to come in.
1: No, I think he did get benched.
2: Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he got hurt and then Manziel came in and then.
1: Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I guess don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure it was a bench and then Manziel did his little – not very good thing and then
2: got brought back oh yeah and then i just read he just got out of rehab or whatever
1: yeah checked himself in checked himself out end of the season says uh i guess we'll try this again so i can stay on the team
2: what was it for did they say
1: nope still that substance or whatever it was was probably that
2: cocaine he was doing in vegas
1: i I seen the pictures i seen it
2: he wanted to ride that white train
1: yeah yeah (laughs) But his his stats, again, don't show that. Do you think he'd be able to keep his job, or is it, would they trade up to get a quarterback or a receiver that they needed that would complement Dwayne Bowe?
2: Did they cut Hoyer? Is he still on that team? He's the starting quarterback. Okay. Yeah. She's starting on the quarterback Titans for the Texans?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, with no Hoyer, Manziel <laughs> not living up to what he wants in life. Is that what they're going to trade up for? Do you think they're going to make that move? Is Manziel like that guy for them? Because look who's right under him. The Eagles. Mariota. I don't. I don't know what what happened there. That's going to be the two picks. What, what, what? Who do you think would be the two to jump up and take that spot?
0: Well, you know, before that trade, um, with the Eagles trade, uh, shipping out foals, I honestly thought that they could move up and get Mariota. You know, Chip Kelly knows obviously Mariota. Mariota knows Chip's system. I thought it makes all the sense in the world. And then all of a sudden they ship him out and they bring in what? Bradford? Yeah. And now you don't you don't waste your first round pick or what what I don't know. I don't remember the parameters of the trade or what what picks were traded, but I felt like they gave up way too much to now give up more. To get another quarterback.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you can't rely on Bradford. He's proven that he can't play a whole season.
0: Right, Bradford does have his injuries.
2: I mean, when he's good, he's good. He could be top five quarterback, but that's not going to happen. I
0: agree.
1: Yeah, that trade was just Bradford for Foles
0: straight up. Uh, okay, you know, if, if it's a if it's a Bradford for Foles straight up, maybe they might consider taking a Mariota in a trade. But if there was other draft picks involved, I figured that's just way too much to lose on two quarterbacks. You don't give up your whole draft class to get two quarterbacks in. Yeah, I think it's too much. But if it's just a trade for trade, it might be a potential. I mean, there's potentially, again, I think if, if you're moving up from 20, which is where Eagles sit, all the way to what, spot two, one, one, two, three, they'd have to give up a fortune.
1: That fortune would cost you probably, what, five, seven years behind what you would expect to be at at a playoff level with the pieces you would want to be able to contend, especially in their division. The Eagles' division is no joke.
2: Yeah, I mean, you never know when the Giants are going to come on or Cowboys. Yeah. Who else is in there?
1: Those, ooh.
2: I don't know why I always forget one team in, like, every division. (laughs) Yeah. Drew blank. They're probably not very good if, if we can't think of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's pretty funny right there. And, yeah, for the, for the draft news, I, I mean, I feel like that's all I would pretty much concentrate on is knowing them.
2: Yeah, I assume the donkeys were supposed to get a tight end, and now they're supposed to get an offensive tackle. I don't really know too much about the Broncos <laughs> this year.
1: <clears throat> Other than they do need help on offense.
2: They need help everywhere. Sorry, Chase.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully he's going to be that defensive key to help it all out.
2: Yeah. I'm still a Raider fan, so as long as he doesn't do good against them, we're good.
1: <laughs> he's got to – those are the weeks he's like, hey, old man, just
2: – Yeah, you can win defensive MVP, just don't beat the Raiders. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> cut, cut them sacks a little bit down when they play certain teams. Yep.
0: <laughs> but, no, let me uh... – Um, I guess in this part, you know, we'll kind of talk about some positions. And, uh, you know, obviously all these teams need different different needs met. And um, there's a lot of positions where this draft is pretty thin in. And there's a lot of positions where this draft is pretty strong in. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I feel like wide receiver is a pretty good, strong group. I mean, I could name ten wide receivers that are you know, starters in, the, in this draft. I mean, they could they come come into the NFL and definitely contribute up from day one. Um, running back wise is another strong position. There's, I mean, I was looking. I was kind of. It's weird because every, you know, NFL an- analyst will rank all these players in different spots. You know, one person will say, for example, Jay Jockey from Boise State is ranked third best running back, and I see other people say that he's the tied with seventh best running back. So it's like that's a big jump. You know, that means either one person really likes him or one person really really dislikes him.
1: Yeah, speaking a big jump like that's that's high on the draft. Like that's we're talking like rounds. Yeah, that's a f- talking between maybe the beginning of the second all the way up to like the end of the third. And that's a lot of money you're losing in between those rounds.
0: Yeah, I mean that that just gives me a little bit more I mean definitely more respect for the general managers cuz you got to make a decision. You see your guy there that you want. You know you want him. He's sitting there in the second. Do you test your luck and hope that he's there in the third? You know, there's a good chance you lose your guy. You waited too long, and some other team snagged him up. And it's all because somebody else's boards don't align up to what your boards are. You know, one guy ranked him as the third-best running back, which means he could potentially go even in the first round, late second. I mean, early second. And then the guy who tied him up at – the guy who ranked him at seventh running back, man, that's that's a potential third- or fourth-round draft pick.
1: (laughs) which makes me think of you got a Tim Tebow all over again. Huh. Guy came what what pick was he 24, 27?
2: Yeah, I don't remember. I know the Broncos got him kind of no. kind of early.
1: Really? It was around that early?
2: I feel like yeah, he yeah, was
1: They moved up for that. <clears throat> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's tight.
2: Yeah. Josh was... McDaniels, Shout out to you.
1: Yeah, you you did good. <laughs> the Ra- the Raiders fan says you did the Broncos good.
2: Yeah, he traded Way Cutler and
1: Brandon Marshall?
2: Yep. They ended up getting Peyton Manning, so fuck you for that. But
1: Yeah, in, in the long run, that who would have thought the tide would have turned that way?
2: Yeah, at that point, I didn't think Manning was ever going to come back.
1: Yeah, after that whole year of being gone, it looked like he was a pro wrestler just like waiting for his walking papers.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, with the Raiders, I don't know. I don't know how we've done in free agency. I know that. I didn't like the Crabtree move. That's just because really? he's on the wrong side of the bay.
1: You think he... You, you'd you <laughs> rather keep him in San Francisco than train a couple rookies and groom yeah. some people like Holmes?
2: Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I hope that doesn't deter us getting like Amari Cooper. I really don't want Kevin White. We've talked about that on other podcasts, but... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I see on NFL.com we have interest in acquiring Adrian Peterson. I don't know how realistic that is. I mean... If the Cowboys have the cap room to get him, they're going to go get him, and he's going to go there.
1: Yeah, they're going to pay the money for him.
2: No matter what. But if they can't, I think he doesn't want to be in Minnesota bad enough to go to Oakland.
1: Can you imagine, though, a resurgence of this man uh, after being pretty much kicked out of the league saying, you are not allowed here no more for what he did, which I consider not being as bad as taking a girl to an elevator?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I agree. I <laughs> i didn't understand that whole thing especially when you beat the first child abuse case and then the a different county in your same state can cons- yeah <laughs> it was like, almost like double jeopardy. It? yeah it's like you beat one case but the next county over wants to try you for the same thing that you were not guilty for
1: how, how can you just let that slide but I, I think if he was to go to the oakland raiders he would do some damage he's going to be on that like i'm on beast mode Fuck everybody and what they were talking about.
2: Yeah, we haven't have been able to run the ball in the last few years, but I think we uh, got a new line and maybe we can run the ball now. I won't know until preseason.
0: That'd be good. Like I said, uh, I think I might have said this on the podcast I was on earlier, but you know, Oakland Raiders are a team that should be rising. I mean, drafted well with Carr. I like that pickup a lot. I've been. I mean, uh, Carr's just awesome. He's he's a good Q. and then Khalil Mack was. Honestly, one of the best pickups. I mean, that he's, to me, one of the best linebackers, or he's going to be soon.
2: It's been so long since we've actually had a pick that actually did anything, so I'm actually excited to see how he grows.
1: Uh, most of these outside linebackers in this draft, were they eligible for the last, last draft?
0: Um, I'm, You know what? Honestly, I, I don't want to tell you the wrong thing, so I'm not positive on that. Um, I know Vic Beasley was eligible. That's one that I'm positive on. He was eligible, and he said he wanted to finish school. But as far as Fowler and Gregory, I, I don't know. But if Mack was in this draft, Mack would still go first, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, so if if, if the, the, the top board, I guess, was Khalil Mack and then Dante Fowler, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'd say Mack goes first. Mack is just that guy.
1: That's the question I'm asking because if they were eligible for last year's draft and you've seen all the buzz around Khalil Mack, do you think that they that would have intimidated them a little more to be like oh man stay in school and finish quote-unquote with the little bunny ears huh. and hopefully my uh, my stock rises with khalil Mack now being in the league for a year or did they just really want to wait and maybe get bigger stronger faster and just get that next year to work themselves out and get ready for the pros
0: yeah, I totally agree. That's a good That's a good thought. You know, I, again, I can't speak for many of them, but for Vic Beasley's case, um, he, last year, I remember them talking about if he does enter the draft, he's still a first-rounder. Now, that didn't say he's a top-three pick. So maybe, you know, I mean, at one point, I think that that could have played into his, uh, his decision because, you know, Khalil Mack was definitely the number-one outside linebacker of that draft. But and he was pretty much almost guaranteed a first round pick for Vic Beasley. I mean, first over, first round pick. He kept his first round pick by staying in school, but he potentially moved himself down to. I mean, I've seen mock drafts where Jags end up getting Vic Beasley instead of Fowler. So if that's the case, he he moved himself up to third overall pick. So he was once a late first rounder and now moved his way down to three, potentially.
2: Yeah, I didn't see too many games last year with Fowler in Florida because I usually only watch Georgia, but do you know anything about him other than, I mean, that he's one of the top prospects? I've seen his tape, but I just don't get it.
0: I mean, based off what I've seen, I I, I like him. Um, I haven't seen anything that makes him the most superior outside linebacker. Um, He doesn't. I guess uh, his game speed looks fast. Um, I wouldn't say there's anything that... I, w- I would say Khalil Mack is better. And I would also say that he doesn't have anything that makes him bad. So he's a good overall player. But he doesn't have anything that you would like maybe... star quality? Yeah, star quality is probably the best way to describe it. I don't think he has that. So is he a good pick? Yes. At number three might be a stretch. But, again, I like the Gators, so I personally wouldn't be opposed to it. But I'm just tired of drafting guys who don't pan out, and that's what I'm scared of.
1: I just call that being good, not great.
0: (laughs) That's all it comes down to. But, you know, there's plenty of people who were good, not great in college and then panned out to be amazing athletes in the NFL. For example, Clay Matthews, who ended up walking on, as we we were talking about this earlier, Clay Matthews was a walk-on in college. Uh, Antonio Brown was a walk-on in college. Yeah, that surprised me. That is probably the best receiver I've seen in, like, 10
2: years as far as, like, possession as a real receiver, not like a Calvin Johnson who just run flies.
0: Right, yeah, some of these guys get get slept on. Wow. <laughs> Cutting
2: cheese in the studio. Yeah. That was interesting. That was pretty funny. <laughs>
1: Which, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: so real quick, before the draft, with what we know now, give me playoff predictions. We'll start with the AFC. Knuckles, you go ahead and go first.
2: Raiders winning the Super Bowl. Wow. That's like I was playing. Uh, <laughs>
1: that stunk more than what I just smelled two minutes ago. <laughs> wow. No,
2: nah, uh, I think Patriots going back, um. I mean, the AFC is really not going to change that much. I mean, it's going to be the same teams for the next couple years. I think Colts might win the Super Bowl, though. Really? I think that's my main prediction. If they can get that running game figured out, I think they'll have the complete package. Um, They have a really beast middle linebacker or linebacking core right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, If they draft a good safety, like, that just, you know, balls out, then I think they got a pretty good shot.
1: Okay. I, uh... I, I uh, like Pittsburgh. You you think they're gonna still put a good hurting on, or like the Bengals won that division, didn't they?
2: Yeah, I believe so.
1: Okay, so you you would think the Bengals would go back to the playoffs.
2: Yeah, Bengals will win that division again.
1: Okay, Colts going back to the playoffs. That's your potential Super Bowl pick, which we're gonna get to here in a minute. Yeah,
2: Donkeys will go back.
1: Donkey, they're so you what they'll win the division. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and I think what?
2: Raiders might be uh maybe second in the division this year. They might get a wild card spot and get smacked out, but. The the Chiefs aren't looking that great, and the nope. Chargers pretty much are being decimated.
1: Yeah, they're getting depleted. I, th- I feel it. I always say that every year,
2: though. <laughs> it always seems, seems like the Chargers are going to go down the toilet, and then all of a sudden they come off with you know a 9-7, and 10-6 record.
1: Yeah, but most of their wins are like six, seven games in a row.
2: Yeah, it's, they've always been like a really good regular season team, and then <laughs> they get in the playoffs and get smacked.
1: Yeah they were like the Bron- what the Broncos were from like 04 to 08. <laughs> yeah. Uh so you what New England going back to the playoffs winning that division? Oh yeah. Okay. So those are all your AFC divisional winners and going into the playoffs and from there the Super Bowl AFC team would be
2: uh the Indianapolis Colts.
1: The Indianapolis Colts representing the AFC. Okay, let's go to your NFC.
2: NFC. That's definitely an interesting one. I think Seahawks haven't really changed all that much. Boo. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that again, but they're nope. going to go back. Um, I got to go through these divisions. Packers, I don't know. They're getting close again. I think Aaron yeah. Rodgers has the ability to win it at any time. He just needs the right team around him to do it.
1: Yeah, he's, he, he's that quarterback.
2: Falcons, garbage. Carolina Panthers, that was weird because their whole division sucked. That
1: whole division is so weird.
2: Yeah, how do you get a free walk into the playoffs? Like, I don't. Uh,
1: that was the division where one team could have won like four games and made it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it was... I
2: think it was like seven wins won their division.
1: Ridiculous.
2: And it could have been six.
1: <laughs> four niners could have made it.
2: Yeah, I think Cowboys are going to win that division. Yeah, I think they got a good shot. If they get Adrian Peterson, my Super Bowl prediction will change because I think the Cowboys probably win it. That's intense. Yeah, I've been saying they're pretty close, too, for the last few years. They just haven't had that defense to get over that hump.
1: I've lost about three bets saying that the Cowboys were supposed to win their division until last year.
2: Yeah. (laughs) All
1: right, so those are your divisional winners. and So if the Adrian Peterson thing doesn't happen yet, who would you take right now to be the NFC?
2: East? The NFC
1: representative for the Super Bowl.
2: Uh... As of right now, Seattle. Seattle to go. Unfortunately, I hate him so much, but yeah, I just don't see
1: anybody in the NFC can beat them in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. I mean, the Packers, maybe, but I just, it just depends how the division falls. I haven't seen the schedule yet. I think that's being released sometime this week.
1: I'm going to sign a petition to uh, stop showing Seattle games on my direct TV. <laughs> if they get anywhere near that yeah. milestone of going three times in a row.
2: Do you have a surprise team in the NFC uh,
1: to make it to the playoffs? Yeah. Um, looking, man, from what I from what I put my like cashed my chips in on last year, I'm calling the Falcons. New coach, new system, new offensive coordinator, new running back will be there. And, uh, I think new tight end. I think they can make some moves because again, that division is sorry.
2: My bold prediction is the Minnesota Vikings are going to make the playoffs this year. And the reason why. <laughs> Teddy, two gloves. Yeah, I think they've gotten a lot better. They're going to get their running game figured out. They're probably going to draft a good running back. And uh, I don't know. That's going to be good. You got a different one, Stan? Or you, you agree with me?
1: Yeah, Asiata fans. Look at everybody, some Asiata fans. <laughs> All right, Stan. Well, first, before we get crazy, on let's go start from the beginning with the AFC. Give me your AFC divisional winners and then the Super Bowl.
0: Well, man, it's funny because I just started laughing because um, I pretty much said everything that Cube Block over here Knuckles said. Yeah. Is um, you know I'm the, I don't want to waste you guys' time talking about all the divisional ones. But long story short, AFC wise, I think obviously Patriots are always a good contender, but I see Colts. Uh, Colts, uh, unfortunately, you know, obviously. I don't want to see them there, but Colts are that team. And then as far as the NFC goes, I, I really, I, I do believe that Dallas has a great shot, and Green Bay would probably be my team uh, that I would choose in that case. So I would say Green Bay wins the NFC, and Colts, I'll say, wins the AFC, and that's your Super Bowl for next year. Colts, Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers versus, Aaron versus Andrew Luck. It would be crazy. Didn't you think that was going to happen this year? Hey, I, I, I did say that earlier, and I was kind of close. I said that before the season started. Andrew Luck made it pretty far. Colts made it pretty far there. And then Green Bay, I mean, if it, I honestly think if Aaron Rodgers was 100% healthy, that could have gone a different direction.
1: No. Jimmy Clausen was starting games in the same division that Aaron Rodgers won in. I give the Packers my respect, but when you get to win games and win the division, when people like Jimmy Clausen are starting (laughs) and losing games, then I feel like you should have a handicap like golf. (laughs) You should already start the season like 0-1 and just give everybody else a chance because you played against Jimmy Clausen. Yeah.
2: So who is your AFC and NFC prediction?
1: All right, for the AFC, I can understand why everybody would say the Colts. I would personally say the Colts as well, from what I'm looking at and from what teams have built. The closest to them that I think can beat them in the playoffs, that would be my bold prediction of the AFC would be the Bengals. They're getting more structured and more focused on how they work together.
2: Oh, sorry. One more thing. I think the bills are the surprise team in the AFC. I think, I think with Rex Ryan, their offense is going to be trash because he doesn't know what he's doing. And, but their defense is already sick and he is a beast defensive coordinator. I mean, the jets have had a pretty good defense for a while. Um, I mean, the Bills have an offensive weapon in Sammy Watkins if they can get that quarterback figured out. And, and then Shady. They got, yeah, I forgot about LaShawn McCoy. He's, they got a pretty good chance to make the playoffs the first year until Rex Ryan ruins the team as he usually does.
1: See, and that's the thing. He, What did they go to the AFC Championship with uh Mark, Mark Sanchez? Sanchez, yeah. Okay, and he's still fighting for a position. They had an established running back. But they had two. I think they had LT and...
2: Yep. somebody else and then the they Plexico Burris they brought back and he had I think he had like a 10 or 12 touchdown year
1: yeah so all Rex Ryan has to do is being the defensive minded guy he came into a system with a good defense
2: Yeah.
1: got his running back he needed
2: yep as long as he doesn't have to build the team or keep people then, then he'll be just fine coming into a new system
1: alright that prediction makes a lot of sense now in my eyes
2: <laughs> alright back to your uh, predictions alright
1: alright now uh, I think I'm going to change my mind of the Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl Wow. No, no. Uh, Again, I'd say the Colts would go, but I I think the Bengals are going to give everybody a run for their money this year as long as A.J. Green stays healthy because last year was a fluke. Shout out to you for being on my fantasy team. (laughs) And, yeah, so the Colts, AFC, NFC, I'm a homer. I'm going to go with the 49ers because I think they've retooled enough to win that division. And smack any defense that can stand in their way. Dallas, I can understand why people would want them with that high-powered offense. Defense, still not there, so bye-bye. Yeah. Seattle, I can understand they retooled and got an amazing Pro Bowl tight end. Defense starting to get depleted. Bye-bye. So all you got to do is keep those two quarterbacks, let's say 200 yards passing, one touchdown, maybe two They're not going to be able to keep up with you. They don't have the defense to support them. That's why I would take the 49ers. Again, top five, top seven defense coming back. They may have lost some pieces in Justin Smith and Patrick Willis to retirement, but they had the depth. Nobody sees a lot of that. There's depth there. There's young stars that are ready to be born and ready to take that spotlight. Chris Borland was a weird mistake. He he was.
2: The talent was there, like. I guess he just doesn't like football.
1: We had a running back that did something similar. It wasn't with concussions. He woke up, had an epiphany, and said, I'm going to go follow the Lord.
2: Yeah. I think Napoleon Kaufman did that with the Raiders and came up faster. He was good. Yeah, very good.
1: Weird how this happens. (laughs) So, yeah, my predictions, Super Bowl, Colts, 49ers, Colts win, or Nah, the hell with that! The Colts win. Forty taking it all, which what they should have did against the uh, Ravens.
2: Man, I just don't see the Niners doing anything with Kaepernick. If they get rid of him, okay, I'll be on that bandwagon. But I just can't stand Squidward, man.
1: No, I, it's he's all... got
2: that little penis nose that I just want to punch. <laughs> just wanna, you can see it through all that
1: face mask, and that's that's all he sees when he calls hike.
2: And then I hate his little scrawny looking body, and then he fucking throws the ball all weird. I'm just not a big fan of that guy.
1: I'm pretty sure I seen didn't Kaepernick beat you week one or week two of the fantasy playoff or the fantasy league? Didn't um, you play against him? I
2: don't remember to be honest.
1: Because um, I know the guy who had him won his first two weeks because the 49ers went on a man slot. And they were smacking people. Stand, you you remember that?
0: Yeah, I remember. Uh, man, whoever drafted in our league, they actually got Kaepernick really, really early, and I guess it helped him for the first couple weeks. So I guess that paid off. But then the rest of the season kind of went downhill. <laughs> I guess if he could have kept up that two weeks for the whole season, yeah, maybe he, Josh he would might, like Kaepernick. Who <laughs> Batten, knows? He
2: might be worth the hundred million they're paying him to be a. What was he ranked like seventeenth in passing?
0: Yeah.
1: And that was the fantasy team that uh,
2: picked th- the 49ers defense like the second round. Oh, my God. That was so <laughs>
1: awesome. I thought I was going to win my division right there. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I see the pick like that. I go, yeah, The I don't have to worry about that guy no more. <laughs> and little did I know, he almost I think he did beat me twice this season.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he was like 5-0 and at one point, and yeah. then he lost every single game after that.
1: Yeah. Lucky for me, I had to play him at the beginning of the year.
2: And then this dumbass tries to trade. Le'Veon Bell, uh, for he was giving it to a guy with Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. For absolute scrub receivers, like people that didn't have a thousand yards, eight hundred yards, he would pick up receivers off free agency and try and trade him to this kid. He would accept a trade, and then we'd have to veto it every week.
1: Yeah, I think he was going to give up Anquan, and there was one more receiver to get Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So you would have Marshawn Lynch and Le'Veon Bell. And you're gonna cry that that didn't happen because we know a little bit about football.
2: Yeah, that was I don't know for a, a big money league that kid is pretty fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, to even think that that would be able to pass. Hey, on was that the first league. cuss
2: word of this one? No, you guys oh, I always cuss. My bad.
1: I mean, I, I thought I had a good mouth so far this this time <laughs> around. Nice. No, yeah, we we learning.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we're trying not to cuss as much. Try and keep it somewhat family friendly, but actually I don't really care. I don't like censorship, so y'all can never mind.
1: Oh man, <laughs> there goes the Macy sponsorship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well I think we'll get ready to end this podcast off here.
2: Yeah, we got a pretty good show. Um, we're trying to get some more guests on, keep this entertaining, and uh, keep tuning in. Bootleg and Knuckles podcast. We out. Yeah.